The ALCS postgame show on Fox presented by Tubi here in Houston where the Rangers take a 2-0 lead in this ALCS. And Nathan Avaldi, a big reason why. They got out to an early lead, and Avaldi in the bullpen held on, and they go back home for a rare home playoff game. But they've got a chance to get back to the World Series as we welcome you to the postgame show. And right away, Nathan Avaldi joining us. <laughs> that animal. Hey, Nathan, good to see you, man. Pleasure. Get him a chair. Derek Jeter, David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez. I'm Kevin Burkhart, and here is Mr. Avaldi. And boy, oh boy, congratulations. Let's just start, let's just start hot. Fifth inning, bases loaded. You just seemed so calm. How did you navigate out of that situation? Yeah, I mean, I felt really good uh, the whole game. The fastball command, I guess, was a little off at the beginning of the game, but, you know, Young tried to make that play over that third, and, you know, for me to be able to try to pick him up in that moment right there was huge for me, and especially to be able to do it. Um, you know, I had a big strikeout. And then to be able to get that last out was big for us. Yeah. You know, Poppy and I have been praising you all October, how much we love playing with you, your work ethic, your arm. But now you're a complete pitcher. What is it about October that makes you evolve to go to another level? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, again, having all five of those pitches to be able to use and mix up and uh, try to, you know, dissect the lineup. I mean, this Astros, sorry, this Astros lineup's incredible. And, you know, they're relentless from top to bottom, and it makes you stay on that game. I mean, you got to come into the game locked in from the first pitch on, and, you know, I felt like I kind of had to navigate my way, but I thought Jonah did an outstanding job behind the plate calling the game and, you know, the pitch framing and everything. And, uh, again, that fifth inning was big for us. I felt like that was the turning point. Huge. Hey, you have been showing us during the playoff <laughs> that you are an animal. I mean, the, the way you approach the game, the way you prepare for the game, like Kara said, we've been preaching about it, you know what I mean? We, I, I have been watching you in the clubhouse, the way you go by the business. What's next going home now for you guys? Yeah, I mean, we try to carry this momentum home. Uh, you know, this, the first two games, you all know how important it is. I and mean, we got to bring that same momentum back home. I mean, our fans back home have been, the energy's been through the roof over there in, uh, in Arlington. And if we keep bringing that, we just got to keep our heads down, keep that tunnel vision, stay focused right there. We got six more wins to go. You know, we, um, we've been talking a lot on this set about managers in this mm -hmm. series, Boach and Dusty, having the ability to, to go with their gut and, and manage with their eyes. How much do you appreciate this day and age, yeah. Boach leaving you out there to get out of that jam? Yeah, I mean, I can't thank him enough for that opportunity. You know, it's one of those situations where you know it's like, okay, cool. Like, he's leaving me in here. Like, you got to get the job done. And fortunately, I was able to do that today. Um, but again, Boach has been amazing. He's got that old school mentality. And, you know, Mike's been the same way of the game planning and everything and pre preparing us for those big moments. And, uh, I, you know, I was just extremely thankful to be able to get out of that. I was actually hoping he kept you in there in the seventh, too. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's because you predicted 5-3 Rangers in the final score. That's why Derek wanted to keep that score. I feel like you guys have been home one day in like the last month and a half. I mean, what's it going to feel like to go home? You've had one playoff game at home, but you're on the road in Seattle. You go to Tampa. I mean, it must feel great just to go home, let alone up 2-0. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're just trying to ride that wave right now. we got a really good momentum going for us. And, uh, you know, whether we're on the road or we're at home, we're in the postseason, and that's all that matters for us. And we've been playing really good baseball, and we're just trying to keep it going. So we're going to show you a little video here on the fifth when you had Diaz. And to me, those were the two biggest at-bats. Here's the at-bat. Yeah, bases loaded. Talk us through it. Yeah. Tried to go with the slider down in the way, went back up with the cutter or the heater, back down. Oh, okay. Uh, curveball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we we're two pitches in already. Yeah, this and is Altuve. Altuve. 
I missed so many of my pitches early in the at bat, and then the splitter or heater up, and then the splitter right off of that one. Yeah, and I love what you did with both at bats. You went to the fastball up, Reset change eye level, Poppy. Yes. We've been talking about that. Yeah. Then the curveball, and then the split to Altuve, ball game. You were the one who got me on that back in 15. He's <laughs> like, you got to use that high fastball. You can't just keep the eye side down. And I mean, it's been a game changer. You know, I tell you, it's, it's we were talking before the game as well. The teams that I played on, if we were facing you, you'd be the last person we'd want to see on the mound. Because you go into it, you want to be aggressive. Mm -hmm. You're big into throwing strike one. You pitch ahead in the count most of the time. The ball moves so much, so I said early on, this is going to be a tough challenge for you. How important is it for you to get out there and get ahead of every batter you face? 100%. I mean, especially right now, I try not to give any walks. And the one walk I gave up today, he ended up scoring. And I feel like it's just a momentum builder for the opposite team. And, you know, the moment... I fall behind 1-0-2-0, like I got to make a really good pitch or the hitters are going to be able to make contact and drive the ball deep. And um, I think that was the situation for both both times today when I gave up the home runs. I fell behind in the counts. But when you're ahead in the count, you're able to kind of control the at-bats. And then with all five of my pitches, being able to mix them up and change the eye level, the curveball, the speed difference. And uh, it just makes it my job a little easier out there when you're working ahead. Buddy, I just want to wish you the best, man. Uh, you're my dog, man. I have seen you in a clubhouse rolling it. I know how you go about the business. Good luck the rest of the way, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Nathan Avaldi and the Big Poppy Hug. What another outstanding performance. Thank you so much for joining us, Nathan. Appreciate it, man. Great effort. And the Rangers go up 2-0 in this best of seven ALCS. So great of Nathan to come and join us there. And obviously, you guys, teammates, you know them very, very well. Poppy, you mentioned uh, on the pregame show, I feel like he's almost underrated. And I know the guys during the game were talking about the 2018 series. It almost feels like he's building a, his own legacy here in front of our eyes of what he's doing this postseason so far. For the people out there that haven't heard much about that guy, if I want to build an organization around, it had to be around a guy like that. That guy, worth yeah. ethic, is at the highest level. I mean, this guy, the way he approached the game, the way he started the game, the way he prepared for the game, he don't need to say much. He's, he's not a talker like me, you know. He's quiet, <laughs> but if you watch him, you will learn. Because this guy, man, the way he handles business, it's in another level. It's fun to play behind if you're behind, you know what I mean? Because he strikes out a lot of guys. How many strikeouts do he have today? Nine? At this postseason, nine. 24 strikeouts, one walk. Yeah, wow. and he, he throws strike. He pitches to contact. He just so happens to strike guys out because he gets ahead in the count. He's fun to play behind defensively. You see a lot of great defensive plays. It's much easier, Al. You know, it's much easier to play when you have a pitcher there that's throwing strikes and going right at the hitters. And, and he's one guy that never needed a clock. He has a great pace. He wants to catch the ball and pitch. Again, he grew up watching his hometown hero in Nolan Ryan. But America, this is the guy. It's so easy to fall in love with him. He's like that every day, whether he gives up nine or with a nine-inning shutout. Nathan Evaldi is the same every single day. And as teammates, we appreciate that. Yeah, and it has historical significance, too, because think about this. For the Rangers now, up 2-0 going home. Teams that have lost the first two games going home, uh, well, they, they don't win the LCS. It's never happened, okay? You look at it, take a look at LCS history. They have never won. Teams that have lost the first two at home have never won the series. Now, obviously, we know the Astros are excellent on the road. It's the opposite of what they are uh, at home. This is a tough task now, going back to Texas. Even though they beat them in the regular season, nine games to four, 
I, they're up against it now, Derek, going down to Texas down 2-0. Well, this, I mean, this team in Houston's great on the road. We talked about their struggles at home. They play great on the road, but this Texas Ranger team plays better at home. I mean, it's just a whole nother level for them. So, look, just because they're down two games, it's not over. But, sure. You know, we we lost a series being up 3-0. I don't want to bring it back up, but we lost series up three. You did? We we did. <laughs> we, that we did. But but my point is, everyone in the Texas Rangers clubhouse knows this series is not over yeah and, and let's not forget fellas look they're they're almost better on the road Houston I'm talking about because yeah. they've used to playing public enemy number one and there will be that in Arlington on Tuesday night yeah. absolutely man and let me tell you it's going to be very interesting to watch this battle over there because this guy they had to go all in and they play really good at home mm -hmm. yeah Rangers have Max Scherzer going in game three though coming back off uh, the injury list so that'll help too it should be fun and yeah the series does shift to Arlington game three Wednesday night 7 Eastern over on FS1 and we can't wait for that that's us down the first baseline in Houston. Not too many happy Astros fans here tonight, but a really well-played game by the Rangers. Derek Jeter, David Ortiz, Alex Rodriguez, I'm Kevin Burkhart. Talked a lot about Nathan Avaldi over on Fox, and we will more. But I'll tell you what, when you come out and start a game, when the first four batters get on and it's 4 nothing. That's I mean, that's a haymaker to start the game for Texas. And even though it got close, tough to overcome for Houston. Worst case scenario for Houston. We talked about their struggles. You got to give them a lot of credit because they continue to come back and battle and fight, which we expect from the defending world champions. But you it, it's when you're struggling offensively at home to just score four runs right out the gates. It's, it's tough to overcome that. I'll tell you what, man, this the minute I saw Texas scoring four runs in the first inning, I was like, it's going to be a long night for Houston, and it's because the Rangers had the best pitcher in the game, as of right now, in the mound. And, 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 and you asked a question to him, and I was thinking, you, you, you talk about the way he approached batter, how he liked to get on top batter, how he liked to attack batter. Only the animals do that, because everybody knows that Houston have an, an incredible uh, uh, lineup, yeah. good batters, but he don't care. He go out there and he attacked the zone like he did tonight. You know, again, hats off to Bruce Bochy. I mean, for allowing Evaldi to work out of his own jam. We've seen it, fellas, postseason after postseason. Scripted managers who have a very heavy-handed front office, they have to pull him after two. Bochy doesn't believe in that. He let him go. You heard the appreciation from the player. You want to go through a wall, and that's what Bochy is. That's why he's going to be a Hall of Fame manager. Yeah, no question about it. And the guy that caught Avali and everyone else, Jonah Heim, also hit one out of the yard. And he's with our Tom Verducci. Thanks, Jonah. Another night, another great job from your starting pitchers. And again, pitching out of trouble. You have to take me through the bases loaded situation. Nathan Avaldi on the mound to get those three outs without a run scoring. What worked? Yeah, obviously we weren't. That, that's not our ideal situation to be in. But uh, Evo bared down and. Had a splitter working. Um, when he has that pitch working and he can command it, he's he's pretty much unhittable. And the bullpen behind him, LeClerc here, seems to pitch literally every day. How good was his stuff today? It was amazing. Uh, coming in there in the eighth, get four out save is, is impressive. And on back to back days, it's even better. Uh, he's been truly amazing, and I'm glad he's on our team. Jonah, you've been home to play one game at home in the last 22 days. The good news is you're going home. The better news is you're up 2 nothing going back to Arlington. How do you like your situation? Uh, I think we're in a great spot. Uh, we, we know they're not going to go quietly, and we're going to have to bring our A game every single game, every single pitch. But uh, 
we're going to enjoy this one. We're going to get home, get to work, and uh, hopefully take another game three. We'll see you in Arlington. Nice okay. job. Thank you. Back to you, KB. All right, Tom, thanks very much. And Jonah, thank you. A highest strikeout to walk ratio in a single postseason. Ada Navali, 24 and 1. We saw Cliff Lee was amazing with the Phillies, 47 and 2. But Navali has been lights out. Poppy calls him the animal. The big poppy endorsement of Nate Navali is giving me chills. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> I'll tell you. That's my dog. Well, and when you guys vouch for what he's done, and, and I think. I think we have to talk about this bullpen, Alex. Just think about this. The bullpen in the second half for the Rangers. I mean, they had more blown saves than they had saves. It was a real problem, right? They've been lights out this postseason. It's been a different bullpen. And for the clerk to get a four-out save, you and I were talking about, did he pitch intentionally around Brantley there in the eighth inning to get McCormick, and then he had a pretty seamless ninth inning? Uh, there's no question about it. He did pitch around first uh, it Abreu. Was Abreu. Yeah. yeah and, and, then and then Brantley. Yeah. And, and he was missing by a little bit and purposely got to that bat that he wanted. But it starts, when you talk about bullpen, you have to start with a manager and starting pitching. Starting pitching gets you into the sixth, seventh inning. It allows you to go seventh, eighth, and ninth. It's much easier, fellas, every postseason to get nine outs versus getting 12 and 15 every night. You do that for a month, is not sustainable. That's well, I, I tell you what, they better be careful if they're pitching around guys, one-run game. Hmm. You know, look, we've talked about the, the Texas bullpen. They've done a great job this postseason, but it's been interesting. You know, you're on the edge of your seat towards the end of those games. So you got to give it to the starting pitchers. Starting pitchers have been outstanding. The longer they go, the less you have to use the bullpen. But their bullpen is coming out here like they're proving to everyone that they're a lot better than people gave them credit for. Well, it's funny. We were talking about Josh Spores, who's been awesome in the postseason, has electric stuff. Poppy, you're talking about his breaking ball. And Derek, you said, who cares what his ERA was in the regular season? It's a different season now. But is it, is it that easy? You just flip the switch and doesn't matter what you did in the regular season anymore for some of these guys? I don't think it's that easy. I don't think you just flip a switch and say it's that easy. I think you get a little confidence. You start rolling. You start believing in yourself. And once again, remember, the Texas Rangers are trying to prove to Houston they're not only the best team in the division, but they're the best team in the American League. Yeah. And I tell you what, there's players capable of doing that, flipping the switch, especially when this time comes up, the playoff. I mean, we have seen that so many times. And this guy, he have a, a, a tough regular season, I would say, for a reliever and a, with the ERA over five. Mm. But the breaking ball that he's showing tonight right here, guys, it looked like it's unhittable. I mean, over 86 miles an hour, uh, uh, the velocity of the breaking ball. I mean, that's hard to hit, Kevin. And we talked about experience, Kevin. One of the things we saw teams, young teams this postseason, Baltimore, you had Tampa Bay, tons of walks, walks. This team's not walking you. So if you're going to beat them, they'll give up two or three solos, but usually solos don't beat you. All right, look, we're not counting out the defending champs, right? I mean, the Astros, we know, and we know how good they've been on the road. But they go on the road. Place where Texas is good, place where they're going to face Max Scherzer. So how does Houston get back in the series on Wednesday? Look, I think the best thing going is they're going to go up against a world-class guy in Scherzer. They need to be up. They're going to be up for Scherzer. I think this is good news for the Astros. And by the way, change of scenery doesn't hurt. Yeah, Astros good on the road. Texas most home wins in baseball this year. So something's got to give. And we can't wait to see you Wednesday night. The probable is Christian Javier. He's been splendid in his postseason career against Max Scherzer, a sure-to-be Hall of Famer coming back from the injury list. Coming up next, speak. We will see you in Arlington for Game 3 on Wednesday night. So long, everybody.